Good evening, Agile Acquisition Enthusiasts, and welcome back to the Underground Digital Tiki Bar. It's the second day of spring, and there's 12 inches of snow on the ground. Sounds like a great excuse for Agile Acquisitions and alcohol, so cheers. <clears throat> and since we're dealing with this unexpected change in weather, uh, I thought it would be a great opportunity to talk about how using Agile development and uh, methodologies can account for unexpected changes in government contracting and government programs. And this is really what it all boils down to, right? For years, we've known that our best efforts to predict the outcomes of technical development contracts is, well, wrong. And it spends, we spend a lot of time and a lot of resources trying to convince ourselves that we're right. The reality is it's just not predictable, kind of like the weather. So what Agile allows you to do is build out that overarching landscape, uh, well, the season for example, and gives you a rough idea of the parameters that you're gonna be operating in, but it doesn't necessarily spell out the specific things. It'd be like trying to pick out your entire wardrobe every day for an entire period of the year. You just couldn't do it. You have to have that ability to be flexible. Agile lets you do that. It allows you to take everything that you need to do uh, that comes in from users, that comes in from tests, uh, that comes in from bugs, uh, and it lets you prioritize them based on what you're hoping to deliver as, as your greatest user needs, your highest priorities. Uh, this is what makes it so flexible, and, and what goes along with that is how you set up your contracts. Now, I'll be the first to say that it is the people that make the contract work more than the contract that makes the agile development work. But nevertheless, there are certain types that have demonstrated to be more effective uh, when trying to do agile development. It all depends on what you're optimizing for. If you're trying to optimize for flexibility and fluidness and you've got a lot of good controls on the people side, you have individuals running the product owner uh, that know how to manage a, an agile program, you have an agile development contractor that knows how to do it, uh, and you're mostly looking to augment an existing team or an existing group, then time material is super effective for that. Um, if, however, you're looking for a little bit more structure and uh, you maybe are bringing in a development company that has most of the components with them, more of the understanding than perhaps the government side, and sometimes fixed price per iteration makes more sense. In that situation, you're basically buying that repeatable process for the delivery of functional product, or as I like to refer to it, you're buying the factory to deliver the products uh, or the service that delivers a product is yet another way to say it. Um, but all of this is to say, you need to set up your contract that accounts for this change, this unexpected uh, occurrences and of needs and of program priorities. So there you have it. Uh, change is like the weather and government contracting and uh, hopefully you found that useful. If you did, give me a thumbs up, leave some comments of things you'd like to see me do videos on, uh, and you know, I'm gonna go outside and play in the snow. Cheers.